Hi Taylor, uh, welcome to Jeff's Podcast Academy. It's uh, super great to have you here. So please tell a little bit about yourself and how you started your journey in the podcasting field and you know what are the things that you're doing so far. Oh hey, thanks for having me. Um so I've been in the podcasting field for a while now. Um I first started with um well first started as a listener. Uh, I love podcasting just listening to them. Probably like most people. Um and then from that I um I wanted a a place to listen to podcasts on the internet. Um listening to podcasts like in a web browser um and not just directly on my phone. Um I wanted to be able to just not have to have my phone with me to listen. Um and at the time there wasn't any good places to do that. So that was when I I created podparadise.com, which is my first um I guess foray into the the podcasting world um other than just as a listener. And then uh spawned from that was um starting a hosting company podserve.fm. So I mean that's just a real uh quick general opener, but that that's how I got into this and um I have uh the podcast listening website and then a podcast hosting platform that I run. that's totally great you know there's just one thing that i always hear uh, from a lot of people is that they started their podcasting journey you know in any field by being an avid listener to a podcast you know to some podcast but i don't know for me it's like i i haven't i don't listen to a lot of podcast i you know i kind of binge like certain podcast from time to time but you know never actually do daily listens so it's really I, i feel like i'm the odd man out like everyone is like listening and then creating i'm like the only guy who's just creating rather than you know too much listening so i guess um Uh, so that one, one just one point i just want to uh, say is that um so how, can you tell a little bit about you know the pod paradise you know how it came into this idea you know what's the spark behind it and you know uh, what's the you know what, like how did you actually build the entire platform sure yeah so um i really wanted something that could like hook up to um, a web browser um mm-hmm. a lot of it for like i like to listen to podcasts while i'm working um mm-hmm. and so i wanted something um where i could still hear like notifications from coworkers things like that that come up or just hear what's going on on my um uh on my computer and not mm-hmm. have to um like have it silenced listen on my phone or something and then i wouldn't have to bring my phone everywhere i can kind of just pop it up on any web browser mm-hmm. um at the time when i was only listening to like one or two podcasts um i would just listen directly from their website mm-hmm. um or just go find them and listen to them that way but as i started listening to like more and more podcasts i really realized i needed like a a centralized player or a app type of thing mm-hmm. on the web and at the time there there really wasn't anything out there mm-hmm. um where you could listen to podcasts um and all the podcasts all the podcasts that exist out there yeah. um and um subscribe to podcasts and have new podcasts like show up in your feed just none of that existed um and so i decided that i'll build it myself and um over a weekend i went and uh, coded up uh, a simple website for myself hmm. really at first um and it uses um the same library that so this little tangent is that um if you don't know uh basically all podcast apps that aren't the really really big ones use apple podcasts library so the apple podcasts library of podcasts is public to anyone and any app um so they have an api that any app can use to get any podcast that's on there so if you're a podcaster you really want to be on Apple Podcasts because it gets you on like 50 plus different apps because they all use that same database. Mm. So you get on the smaller apps that people wouldn't go and manually submit to. Okay. Um you just you just submit to Apple Podcasts and then the small apps can use that library to get a full a full um a catalog. So I found that API um from Apple and over a weekend I just coded up something simple really to um 
listen to podcasts on to subscribe to them. Um, that's all I really cared about. Mm-hmm. And um, it worked well for, for what I wanted. Um, and I showed some of my friends and then it kind of just started picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, more and more people started using it. I started getting uh, more and more feature requests. Um, it, was, it was, I mean, I built it in the weekend, the first one. So it, was, it wasn't anything pretty and it wasn't a bunch of features. It was just something I, I wanted because there's nothing else else there. Um, and then over time, I just built it up more and more to what it is today. Um, and so that's kind of the uh, origin story of podparadise.com um, is that um, it was really just fitting a need that I had and then it got popular and now there's thousands of people using it every day and thousands of people who have uh, signed up and um, you don't have to sign up to listen to anything, but if you want to subscribe to things, just keep them mm. um, all under your own account or whatever. You do need to create accounts. So there's thousands of people who have done that. Um, so it's been pretty successful um, and it's really I still use it all the time. It, it solves my needs. Um, so I originally built it. So that's how uh, podparadise.com came to be. Awesome. That, that That's really a great story. And, you know, I, I'm currently on the website right now and I can see that, you know, you have a lot of like, you know, the promoted podcast and the, the next, there are like a lot of podcasts that's coming down by one by one. So is there any like uh, algorithm that is being used, you know, to show like, you know, which is on top? Or uh, I, I just want to get to the process, like, you know, if someone who's listening and they want to sign up because there's a lot, actually a lot of option of subscribing, getting reviews, which is really hard uh, because, you know, getting reviews is like the hardest thing ever for a podcaster. In Apple podcast, if you get reviewed in one country, it won't be available in another country. Some some stuff is happening with relating to that. So I just want to, you know, not get to know the process of signing up and, you know, how to make the best out of it. So if, if you could like give a brief about that, that would be great. Sure. So um, you're talking about the front page. I will yeah. show the promoted row. Uh, the promoted row are so my other platform that I built after Pod Paradise and still work on this day. Um, Podserve.fm is a podcast hosting platform, and anyone who uses Podserve.fm um, to host their podcast can get promoted on PodParadise.com. Since I built both of them, um, it's just kind of like an added benefit, free benefit. Um, you can just enable it and. Um, five random podserve.fm customer podcast show up hmm. uh, every time you load that front page in that little promoted box. Hmm. Um, so those ones there, that's how they get there. And then the 200 below it are the, uh, again, just Apple podcasts, top 200. Um, hmm. And you can change at the bottom, you can change which country. Um, so if you want to see the top 200 from different countries, um, it, it's all the way at the bottom, I think. Most people don't make it all the way down there, um, but it is there. And, um, and you can change the category to see the top 200 and other categories. Hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, that's how that, that, that is populated. Um, most top podcasts, it's not actually anything that people do on pod paradise or listen or subscribe or, or review or anything like that. Um, and those ones are just, just whatever app podcast says the top ones are at the time. Um, and so that's how they get there. If you do uh, sign up for pod paradise, um, there is a added drop down for recommended podcasts. Hmm. and to get your podcast to show up there it's based on how many people on podparadise.com hmm. uh subscribe to that podcast so it goes and finds like the most popular podcasts um that people subscribe to that you also subscribe to it's got a little uh, algorithm in there to like give you something like recommended podcasts uh based on like we go see like okay you subscribe to this we go look at everybody else who subscribes to that podcast and all those people actually like this podcast too so maybe you'll like it yeah. um but that that's something that happens after you after you subscribe um and then again on the reviews on podparadise.com they aren't actually people leaving reviews on podparadise.com those are also pulled from apple podcasts mm-hmm. um so so if you click on the reviews for a podcast on podparadise.com they're pulling 
directly from Apple podcast reviews and just listing those there. So, um, that's how like all of that works. Cool. Uh, so is it possible to get, uh, you know, subscribes or reviews directly on the pod paradise or, uh, you have to go to Apple podcast to be done uh, to not do that. Yeah. It's been a requested feature. I haven't implemented it. You do have to just go to Apple podcasts and leave yeah. the review there. Um, and it should, I don't know how Apple podcast decides which ones they want to show or whatever. Um, that's yeah. a mystery to me, but the ones they want to show, they give it to us and we just show them there. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no way to leave a review on podparadise.com. Cool, cool, cool. And I hope it really comes soon because, you know, it, it's like the biggest thing that always people, uh, a lot of people actually suffer. And uh, there are a few platforms which offers that service like, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. It was Podchaser, I think. So yeah, Podchaser, you know, which actually also gives you the way to review it. But you have mm-hmm. to sign up and do all the process again. So it's like without signing up, there's an application that you could actually, you know, just... Uh, you know, reviewed it. That would actually be great for a lot of podcasters. So yeah, yeah I, I think that's a good way to do. Um, and I just want to get like get get idea behind the podserve.fm. So it's a, basically a hosting platform, as you mentioned. Uh, so and it's really great because uh, there's a lot of big players, you know, in the podcast hosting field. Really, a lot of big players. So you know, people like you who's coming out and you know he want to serve this kind of community with a lot of competition. It's it's really great. So I just want to like get you know let the audience know if they're signing up uh, for the sportserve.fm, uh, what would they get that, you know, something different from other competitors. So your USB or something, uh, I, I would really love to hear that. Yeah. So, so podserve.fm came from running podparadise.com. Mm-hmm. Um, people would email me constantly asking how they could get on podparadise.com. Um, they say, I have an audio file. I want to like upload it there. Um, and I'm like, well, you can't do that. Um, you need to find a podcast hosting website. Um, and then you need to upload your audio there. Um, and then uh, and they're going to give you an RSS feed and you got to take that RSS feed to Apple podcasts. You got to submit it there and then they'll review it and then you'll get approved and then you'll show up on podparadise.com. Hmm. And really that, that happened multiple times. And I'd explain that to people and they'd be like, uh, that's just too confusing. Um, and so I, I set out to build podserve.fm to really make that whole process as easy as possible. Um, so with podserve.fm, you just, um, sign up, uh, create your show, um, just do some clicks on where you want to be. Do you want to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Google, et cetera. Um, and then upload your episode and your cover art and everything. And once you've done that, um, you're done. Um, we handle everything else. We'll get you on Apple Podcasts. We'll get you on Spotify and Stitcher um, and all of those places. And you don't have to do anything else. So you just upload to podserve.fm and you're, you're done. Um, and we make it as simple as possible is real the, one of the main things. Um, and then some other things that we have is you can have unlimited shows. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about, you know, if you want to create a new show or you have a new idea, you don't have to worry about having to pay more money to do that. Um, you can upload as many episodes as you want. Uh, the episodes can be as long as you want. We don't modify your audio. Um, a lot of places will drop down the quality of your audio automatically after upload. Um, we don't do any of that. And then we also have the, the unique uh, selling point that you can get yourself promoted on podparadise.com, which just helps get you some extra exposure. I mean, there's, yeah. a, I think there's like 4 million podcasts out there now. And to really any type of, um, and if you don't have anything, it's, it's hard for people to find you um, because you, there's not great discoverability in podcasting right now. So either people know their podcast name and search it and find it. Um, but, but kind of just browsing around people, they usually won't find many podcasts, but with, um, the pod paradise and pod serve like collaboration thing, you can enable the promotion and you'll show up like you saw 
uh, on the front page of iParadise.com. Um, you'll also show up sometimes on different podcast uh, episodes and things like that. It'll be a little banner ad uh, pointing to your podcast. And so uh, it's just a nice little way to get a couple extra extra people uh, exposed to your podcast. It's free and included. Um, so um, yeah, it's just another feature we have. So that was my uh, I, uh, reason to build podsurf.fm and kind of kind of where it is right now. That's, that's really great. And you know, the one thing you really mentioned that uh, I just want to point out is the discoverability because uh, to be honest, recently there was this one um, uh, site I, I read, read from Pod News and I, mm-hmm. I, I went to check the you know visibility of the, my podcast, how it's working. I mean, for my podcast, I haven't actually like fully optimized on the website part yet because it's it's really a lot of work on the website part and I'm really not a techie, techie guy. My basis is mostly on social media. But if you mm-hmm. Google me, I, I, you'll get all the details. But still, you know, like coming as a search term for podcast for podcast or something like that, you know, on top is really a hard thing. So when I searched for it, the visibility was really bad, really, really bad. And I was like, Oh my God, what the hell I need to like, you know, change something to this. So I originally did a blog post as well. Like, you know, you, you're writing about, you know, how to get uh, on top of the Google searches and everything. Look, so uh, what would be your advice on for people who want to get on the top searches you know, for the search term. So for example, like if it's like, uh, you know, podcast hosting platforms, yours, podserve.fm should probably be coming up on top, like, you know, somewhere uh, other than the top competitors, you know, it should be coming. So I, I, I just want to mention one thing. So there are like, I don't know, like hundreds and thousands of football podcasts or that, right? Uh, football mm-hmm. or mini sports podcasts. So you want to make sure that your uh, podcast should coming on the searches at least in second page, at least. So what's your advice on, you know, taking that forward? Yeah, I mean, so that's search engine optimization. It, it's really tough um, to get yourself to show up on the first page of Google. Um, you just have to really put out a lot of content. Um, and with your podcast, like Google right now has a um, a tough time knowing what was said in your podcast. They don't really go into the audio and find out everything that was said. So if someone's searching some specific thing about your football podcast, um, and if you covered directly in your podcast, Google doesn't know that. Um, so they, they won't maybe show up your, show your, um, podcast and search results. Um, and that's where having a transcript can help. If you have a yeah. full transcript of everything that was said in the podcast, that can help you kind of show up in Google for different search terms. Um, it, it makes it easier for Google to know what was said. Um, and, and still with that, it's not going to automatically put you at the top or anything. You'll have to be, uh, with a lot of Google stuff is people talking about you, linking about you saying like in their blog, this is us and do it on this podcast. And, and Google's definitely a a hard place if it's really popular to show up in. Um, but something, um, the actual apps and um, like Apple search for podcasts, those are actually much more rudimentary. Um, they really only take into account a couple of things like showing at the top though, though, when you search they're they're only going to see if like your search term is in the name of your podcast or the author of your podcast. I think the only two things I check. Um, so if you want people to, to find you by searching your name, uh, make sure it's in your author tag. If you want people to find you by searching some other name or something, make sure that's like in your author tag. And something I recommend for people with um, a, a podcast is to have a totally unique, like first part of their name, main name for their podcast. Um, so if someone searches that on Apple Podcasts, you're the only thing that sh- shows up. Um, so something, something unique that no one ever used. But then after that, have it's not the actual name of your podcast, like a dash a football podcast um, or a football and then a team that you, you like. Um, because you'll, if you have your first part, your, your, your totally unique first name of your podcast, when someone searches that, just you shows up. So you don't have people accidentally like looking for you and then 
clicking on the wrong podcast and subscribing to someone else. Um, just you and you're there. And then the other half is like the, the generic kind of like general, what your podcast is about. Um, that will make it so that when someone searches that term, so if they search like a, a football podcast or a certain team or something, your podcast will show up there. It, it will be towards the top if you have a bunch of subscribers. If not, though, you're still showing up in that search. And as people are kind of looking for a general podcast, they don't know what they want to listen to, but they know like the kind of term, you'll be there and they may actually click you and um, and select your podcast and end up subscribing to you. So that's my usual recommendation. You'll, you'll show up just by yourself. People search your actual name. And then like a dash, the general category, and that'll get you to show up um, for just people searching in general and aren't looking for a specific podcast. And, that, and that's a way like um, to show up in, in Apple podcast search results, which are used by a variety of apps too. Um, and so um, that would be my general recommendation for showing up in search. Um, the Google one's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, that'll take a lot of time, but the Apple podcast one is it's much easier because it's not that great of a search. Understood, understood. And in one one thing that you mentioned is a transcript. So uh, the thing is, recently, you know, I interviewed someone where I asked them. So, for example, if you're actually uh, putting your uh, show notes on, uh, you know, on, on your any hosting platforms, the thing is, when you write show notes on your hosting platform, it doesn't exactly appear the same in the other platforms as well. So it's like it's so crumb like so messed up so for example if you write for five ten lines uh you know with the proper spacings and proper pointers bulletins and everything when you see the same on other you know platforms it isn't as the same as before so uh what would you say like you know if i'm like putting an entire transcript of my show on my hosting platform uh, i think in probably in listen notes it it looks really good because i've actually worked with a couple of clients for video editing their podcast and when i saw that uh you know their transcript and listen notes is really awesome it's like they would mention uh from you know what's the timeline you know what's the question what's the answer and everything would be there but in case of other platforms it's not like the same so uh, any idea on how to you know get that sorted out yeah so in the podcasting 2.0 uh spec there is a tag you can add to your rss feed that I mean, my host, uh, podserve.fm supports it, um, where you can upload a transcript file. Um, usually like an SRT is the file type mm -hmm. and it has like line by line, everything that is said and the exact time that it was said. Um, nicer apps can take that and really like uh, show you like at the time you're listening, what's exactly happening there. I wouldn't put the full transcript directly in your show notes. You're right. That would get way too big. Um, there's going to be way too much in there. Um, but adding a, a transcript file and then on your podcast website, having a link to that transcript, if anyone wants to download it uh, or, or just show it um, in like text um, is, is what I would recommend. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't put it directly in the show notes. Maybe have a link to it in the show notes saying, Hey, you can go check out my, um, my transcript here. Uh, and then also make sure you use the, the transcript tag in your RSS feed to point to it too. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the full show notes. Your show notes will get really, really big. Um, yeah. Understood. Understood. I think, I think I'd put it on website if I'm being correct. Like for example, if we have a podcast website, let's say, you know, um, some companies have a specific site. I mean, it's not like embedded uh, code. For example, if you, you know, Buzzsprout, if you take the code and if you put it on your site, it will just, you know, show the entire stuff. Instead of that, they would have like customized page. I mean, in that we can put, I think, would that work or uh, how, how, any, any idea on that? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to do it with every other host. I know with mm. pods.fm, if you upload a transcript, we'll add a transcript link mm. um, and a transcript box kind of below your show that okay. people can scroll and read along with. Um, oh. So it's on the same page, the transcripts right there with the audio. Um, and that's what I'd recommend doing if you mm. can. Um, just having like a little box that has you, the whole 
um, audio content there and you can scroll through it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Great. So uh, in the one word that you mentioned is podcasting 2.0. So uh, I, I just want to say like, what, what's that about? Is it like, uh, you know, Web3, Web3.0 is coming and uh, all the stuff people are, you know, uh, this is one app called Fountain app. And they're actually mm-hmm. giving out, uh, you know, rewards for uh, like Bitcoin rewards for their podcasting listeners and everything. So uh, this is one of the things I, uh, I saw in recent news. So this podcasting 2.0, I, I think you still haven't got like, that much famous yet so uh any take on that like what's happening in the space uh i do really get to know yeah so podcasting 2.0 is trying to do more i mean i think they the one their stuff is what enables the fountain app to do the the bitcoin mm-hmm. stuff um and it is used it may not be used by the general public but mm-hmm. a lot of the podcast hosts and apps are using it um it's a lot of it's a new rss tags that you're going to add to your feed um like the transcript one um and then there's like link ones to pay people and it's also setting up a big database. So right now, a lot of places, like I was saying, is on Apple Podcasts. And that's like the database of all podcasts. Their goal is to move away from the um, big company owning it all and just making it an open platform for every podcast. And every podcast can get on it. And they don't take any podcasts off. And it's totally open. Um, and so those are the big things of the podcasting 2.0. It's the podcastindex.org. Um, you can download the whole database. Anybody can of every single podcast that exists. I think there are 4 million something counting. And then um, and then the, the RSS tags that a lot of the hosts are adding to their um, their feeds that you can use. Um, that, that's the big thing with the 2.0. I would say the listeners don't really care um, and won't, won't know much about it. Or, um, even just podcast creators won't really care too much about it. But the hosts and all the, the infrastructure that kind of runs podcasting, it's definitely, it's definitely getting widely implemented there. Cool. So basically, it's like it's easier to connect. Uh, so kind of a decentralized platform, you know, how it's being used. So it's like easy to connect to your audience. I think that's where a lot of po- podcasters, I think they uh, find a hard time in because they have to use every time a third party app, uh, like, you know, a pod and box or, you know, uh, t- something, you know, to make, get your, get their retention. I think this kind of like removes the middleman, I guess, if I'm being correct. Yeah, yeah. It's just trying to make sure podcasting stays open. Um, yeah. Anybody can be a part of it. Yeah. So uh, just a couple of things before, you know, going to the final section is that, uh, uh, you know, podcasting has been like a major game changer for a lot of industries, a lot of industries who now LinkedIn is kind of like coming into the podcasting space. TikTok is coming. YouTube is coming. YouTube is kind of granting like, you know, like hundreds and thousands of dollars, you know, for people to start their video shows, you know, on YouTube. So uh, my thing is like, uh, do you think it's required for each and every single industry so like there are a lot of industries out there like you know health healthcare and sciences agriculture like a lot of different industries out there uh is this hype of you know podcasting you know this especially in 2022 in the upcoming years as well uh does every industry would require a podcast or is it like it's, it's only based on their need and their audience like uh, what's your take on that yeah i just see podcasting being um just like another kind of social media slash like platform or content platform. So um, every company doesn't need a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, but people might find them there. And so if they want to be like in that space, um, they should make YouTube videos there um, or a blog. So if they show up on when people search for things on the internet, um, they don't have to have it, but it is a nice way if they can to to reach more people in a different medium. Um, and then along with like a social media, do they have to have a, a Twitter or do they have to have an Instagram? They don't have to. Um, but it's another way to just connect with their audience. And so if they have the bandwidth to 
do um, all those different things. And they think, I mean, maybe one of those is better than uh, others. Maybe uh, Twitter is better for a certain company than a podcast is. Um, but really, that, that's what I see a podcast being is just another another avenue to connect with um, your potential customers or mm -hmm. potential users. Um, and so I, I don't think it's, you don't have to have it for yours. Uh, maybe it'll work good for you. And if you're just a single person or something, and you yeah. don't have time to make a YouTube and make a podcast and write blog content and do a Twitter and do an Instagram and do a Facebook or whatever, um, then um, yeah, maybe you don't, but it, it, it's definitely a platform to get your content out to people and to help you connect with potential users and customers. Got it. Got it. Because uh, one of the main reasons I recently saw uh, uh, this is Instagram page that I fall and they were mentioning like, you no know, podcasting is, has been like uh, one of the few platforms that's like giving the free speech sort of stuff like we can use a lot of you know uh, resources from everywhere in youtube there are like a lot of issues that's happening at least in my country in south india south india side like um like there are a lot of trolls and everything like this meme culture is there right you know people troll each other you know even in podcasts there are like people trolling and everything will be there and in youtube if you use a, someone else's content you actually get copyrights and all that stuff will be happening so you have to you know the, either the video will get removed or stuff like that will be happening but I think, I, I think at least in podcasts, like there isn't much issues with relating to this type of content, like, you know, copyright claims or, you know, this, uh, uh, reporting and everything and stuff. So is, is that right? Or, you know, just in your experience, uh, do you think that it still exists a lot of stuff, this whole copyright and everything? Well, you shouldn't be using copyright content, but, it's legal. <laughs> but um, yeah. it is less strict, um, podcast stuff for sure. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of part of the podcasting 2.0 too. Mm -hmm. Um, there's definitely, I took a move for Spotify and YouTube, like, or some of the other there, they, they would ideally like to own it. Like, so I think Spotify would like to own podcasts the way YouTube owns video. Yeah. Um, and they want only people uploading to Spotify and they want only and everybody listening on Spotify and then they can control it completely. Um, and, and that's kind of something everybody's been noticing in the industry. And that was kind of part of the reason that podcasting 2.0 started um, is to keep it open, um, to keep a database of where all the podcasts are and where everybody can listen to them. And so Spotify can't shut you down completely. They maybe kick you off their app, but there's still hundreds of podcast apps out there that you'll be on. Um, and so that's, that's uh, podcasting is definitely much more open. Uh, much more less censorship, uh, less one, less one big company controlling everything um, because of the way it works. Um, it's just, it's kind of like, just like the internet, it's, it's out there. You can't just shut it all down completely. Uh, people can still find the content. Um, and, and that, yeah, like I said, that's the goal of the podcast index and the podcasting 2.0 is to keep it that way. Uh, keep that benefit of podcasting going um, so that, so that one company can't just shut it down completely or shut down people completely. That's great. Um, Cool. Uh, so, uh, so just one final thing before going to the closing section is that, uh, is it morning or evening that like, what time is it? It's morning, early it's morning. morning. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, it's, 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 it's an out of the box question. I always like ask uh, my guests. So uh, who was actually the last person that you made smile yesterday? Last person yesterday? Uh, probably my daughter <laughs> or uh, bad or something. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. That's really nice to hear. Awesome. So <laughs> it's kind of thing I always ask just to, you know, make sure that everyone is happy <laughs> yeah. if that's okay. Great. So uh, just the final question I want to ask is like, uh, I've been recently hearing a lot of news leading to the advertising sector and the podcasting, like, you know, people running ads 
on different podcast and to be honest i ha- i haven't really tried the advertising on a different podcast yet uh, just right now i'm trying the uh, instagram ads and facebook for my podcast and newsletters and everything so uh, what would be, what would you say that you know for people who can you know have a different podcast agencies you know or you know a businesses who's running ads on other people's podcast uh, like how can they proceed with it like you know uh, any tips like that they could make the best out of it like what would you say sure Um, so if you're looking to pay, so this is, if you're looking to pay to promote your own podcast, um, I would definitely look into the apps like, um, overcast, um, they allow you to buy space on their like little banner ads on their app. And it's really nice because your podcast shows up on their app. So someone's looking for a podcast and your podcast will be right there. They can click it and they can subscribe right away. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're advertising your podcast on say Facebook or Instagram, um, there's a lot of steps to get them to go from seeing your ad, clicking on it subscribing to you in their favorite app and then being able to listen to you. Um, so if you're, if you're want to promote your podcast by paying, um, that's definitely what I recommend checking out first. There's a couple different apps that'll do it. Um, overcast.fm is one of them and you can buy it by slots. Um, and then if you're looking to just advertise your company, um, if you're a big company, I think they already know how to do it. They, they talk to the big podcast ad agencies. Um, but if you only want to spend like a couple hundred dollars or something, uh, I recommend looking at podcorn.com. Um, Podcorn is um, a place, a smaller marketplace that podcasters can sign up for and they'll add a uh, tracking to their uh, podcast and they can kind of verify how many downloads they get and they can say, Hey, you can buy a slot for whatever amount on my podcast. We talk about this. Um, and they're usually much cheaper because it's smaller podcasts. Um, and you can kind of browse through there as a company and find maybe some, um, some podcasts that are kind of in your, your niche or people you want to get in front of. Um, and you can just give money uh, directly to the podcaster. Um, and, and it's, it's a smaller marketplace, but it's a good place to look, um, to buy ads. If you don't want to be spending, because if you want to be on the big advertising platforms, it's tens of thousands of dollars type of thing. Um, and they're on much bigger podcasts, but for the smaller people and smaller amounts, that's where I recommend to look. Cool. So, uh, you know, I'm just curious because, uh, a lot of people mention that sponsorships one of the major stuff you know people get uh, money through podcasting and everything so for businesses it's in the different way what if okay so you mentioned that you know uh, we can track the number of downloads and everything so for example if a podcast is having like 1000 downloads uh, for each episode on average but the episode that they release that time is not getting that much traction let's say it's getting really low so and they promised like you know this much number of uh, leads can be promised you know from uh, for this episode and if that's not happening so is that like an issue or uh, what what would actually happen so the, i i guess there are different models right uh, for that advertising so uh, yeah, and yeah i think it'll just depend on the contract you have set up with them and mm-hmm. what they'll do they'll have things written about that um, okay. what they'll pay and and whether or not things will go through um guaranteed money and then how much mm-hmm. you get um, per person you send their way it it's really varies um and yeah it's hard to say it's going to be different with every advertiser i see so it's like you have to make sure the contract is kind of like really good that you know if in case if it's if it's screwed up then you have to make sure that contract covers everything or else it, it causes in issues right yeah yeah you should with anything make sure you make sure you got everything uh, sorted mm-hmm. out understood understood Awesome. So, uh, Taja, thank you so much, you know, for hopping on the show. It was really great to have a conversation about a lot of different things. And uh, is there anything else, like, you want to ask me? Like, tables turned right now? Uh, I don't have anything. You just make smile last.
<laughs> awesome awesome so uh and you know in case people want to find you you know podsub.fm or you know pod paradise and you know they want to contact you or something low so it would be great to hear like you know what are the places that they could find you yeah uh the best would probably just be email me um mm-hmm. tyler at podsub.fm is the best place um i respond quickly so if you have any questions or want to send me anything just do it there um that's usually the best place to get a hold of me awesome awesome guys so uh guys i'll definitely link uh you know his email id in the description below and definitely all the you know sites that he's been uh you know creating content on and also his uh own stuff so definitely guys can go and check it out and uh, yeah you can reach out to him or me in case if you have any doubts relating to this uh thank you so much taylor again for hopping on the show and uh looking forward to seeing you uh, in an amazing journey all right man thank you thanks for having me on awesome